Next Talk contains content of a mature nature. Parental guidance is advised. Welcome to Next Talk Radio with Mandy and Kim on AM630, The Word. Mandy is the author of Talk, and Kim is the director of Next Talk, a nonprofit organization helping parents cyber parent through open communication. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Find our video series and subscribe to our weekly podcast at nexttalk.org. Are you ready for the next talk? This is Mandy. Kim is not in the studio today. I have my husband, Matt. Hello. In here with me. We are doing a show today. We are actually celebrating our 20th wedding anniversary this month. Uh, is it this month? Do, do I look like I could be that old, sweetie? Uh, oh, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> that is an, that's a question you don't answer. <laughs> but I can't say this. It's not this month. It is this month. It, oh, it is. You that's are, right. are that's you right. getting the dates well, confused my, again? Remember we, we, June. No, no, I know, but we put we put our wedding date on the back of my wedding ring, but I've gotten so fat, I can't get my wedding ring off. So now you get the dates confused. So now I get the dates okay, confused. Okay, well, I'll just remind you, we June, have, June 12th, we, baby. We should have had June inscribed 12th. on the front of the wedding I'm getting ring. a little snippy over here, June sorry, 12th. <laughs> sorry, sorry. No, um, we have been married 20 years, and we thought it would be kind of fun to do just a show on things we've learned. Just a couple things. Things, little list we're going to give you. Um, we sat down and kind of figured out like what were some of the top things that have really helped us over the years. Well, and particularly I, given the fact that we're still learning. I mean, we were we know there you know many couples that have been married for 40, 50, 60 years, and um, most of them seem pretty happy. Yeah, and like you said, we're always learning. But I feel like we we have learned a lot. We've grown a lot. Still have a lot. Oh, Still have yeah. a lot. But I just think about, man, the fights we used to have when we were first married was, versus uh, now. Yeah, they're, they're, they're not as bad now. I don't know. They were kind of fun earlier, a we, little bit. They were kind of fun. What? You, little, you little like bit. to get me riled up in all the things. <laughs> I know. Yeah, whatever. That's why you did the date thing in the beginning. I, I know don't know what now, you're talking about. Trying to throw me off my game here. All right. So let's just dive right in. Well, first of all, you know what, before we dive in, because some people may not, you've, you haven't been on the show for a while, so maybe just introduce yourself, tell them about yourself. Um, yep, so um, Mandy's husband, Matt, and um, I um, am in the business world. I'm not in ministry in any sort, but um, really do enjoy what Next Talk is doing. I think it's great, and I'm very supportive and excited to see it grow. Uh, particularly as we continue to get requests uh, throughout the world now for um, support and help, so it's exciting there. From my standpoint, though, um, I'm kind of the kind of the driver. I drive the car and and uh, just help things get done logistically. Well, and I love that you know sometimes Kim's husband Charles is on the show with her as well, and I love some of the feedback that we've gotten from couples who are listening to the show is. I love that your husbands aren't in ministry because my my husbands relate to your husbands because, you know, we're juggling the 60 hour a week and, the you know, in the workforce where not everybody shares the same beliefs and, you know, all the stuff. Um, and so I really think that it's a special voice that you and Charles bring to the table. Just very relatable. Well, I don't know how special it is, but it's certainly <laughs> That's different. That's my word, special. Yeah, it, it, I, Charles, for sure. I mean, he's a, a really talented guy and works in the um, school district with um, lots of kids so he, he sees a lot on the front line is what's happening 
Um, so you know, my, my world is, is definitely different than, than you and Kim. Uh, but it's great to have the varied perspectives. Yeah, and you've helped me a ton, though, from the business side of things, just with the organization of Next Talk and helping with that. Like, you've been a great asset. Okay, who cares? Let's move on. What right. have we learned in 20 years? What's the first thing, do you I, think? I, well, the first thing I've learned is to let you go first. <laughs> so why don't you start? I think, well done, honey, well Thank done. You. Check mark. You know, I think one of the most important things, and it's going to sound cliche because it's what Next Talk is all about, mm-hmm. but it's true. Communication is key. I mean, it <laughs> really is. It is. So many fights could have been avoided just by having a calm conversation mm-hmm. versus just acting out of feelings and the snap judgments and all the things. I mean, and so what are you thinking here? What do you want to add to this? Well, it is key. I think um, maybe men and women um, have different views on communication. And I don't love the idea of let's just sit around and talk. That is, you know, it's not my I'm that doesn't sound exciting to me. But there are different ways that we communicate. And we've learned that, I think, significantly in the past 20 years that we have um, different modes and forms of communication. So you and I are likely not going to sit down and just curl up on the couch and just have hours oh, that's of my communication right while, in front of a fire. while we watch some sappy Hallmark movie. That's, that's, my, not, that's me. That's, that's not, what I want to do. not me. It's not going to happen. <laughs> it's not going to happen. At the same time, though, Mandy's not going to be out in the garage changing the oil on the <laughs> lawnmower or something like that. That's what I, how I prefer In a little skimpy something that I wouldn't look cute in anymore. Well, I, I, yeah. <laughs> this is going bad. This yeah. is going bad. But no, I think you're right. I mean, really, communication is key. It's yeah. the point to which really everything pivots. I know I've learned a lot. Um, you know, I would typically not tell you when I'm struggling. You know, I would hold it in, and you would do something little that would just set me off. It may be like socks on the floor or, mm. you know, the way you don't get up for dinner. When I say, let's go, it's dinner time. You know, you're not up real fast. With well, it. whatever. And then I just go ballistic. And yeah. you're like, where did that come from? And I'm like, you remember three days ago when you did this? Like, this has been building since yeah. then. I think I've learned a lot, like, to really tell you in the moment. And sometimes the timing is off, and we have to you know, take a minute. Maybe it's me coming back the very next day. Mm-hmm. But just not harboring those feelings because truly the feelings often lead to fights yeah. if we act on the feelings. Well, you mentioned timing. Yeah. So that's the next thing, probably, right? That yeah, you want to talk about. So, you know, it's it's quite timely, actually. Um, timing <laughs> is everything. Mm-hmm. In fact, right before we got on the, the radio here, um, I got a text for a guy in Austin I'm trying to buy a guitar from. I haven't shared that with you, but I'm sharing that with you now. Oh, thanks, honey. And so it's great timing because it's unlikely that you're going to really disagree with me aggressively on the radio. So um, I'm giving you the look. I know you are giving me the look, but and we'll talk about this when we get off of the radio. We will. We will definitely talk uh, about this. But, but timing is important. Um, it's probably uh, right up there with communication. Um, I, but it's just something you learn over the years. I mean, I'm sure in 40 years, um, I'll have an even better understanding of when is the right time to approach you with something and the way I would approach you at, during that time. One thing I've learned about you are Friday nights are off. 
off limits. I'm exhausted. You, have, I mean, it's I'm worthless. You've commuted two hours every day or more. Yeah. You've worked. You've been pulled in a hundred million directions. Um, I don't really schedule things on Friday nights unless it's like a football game or something. You know, something that's only on Friday nights. I don't schedule family outings or have guests over. I've learned that. Yeah. I've also learned if there's something that I need to share with you. Um, it normally waits till Saturday morning. Yeah, you know, it's when, and it, you, when you wake up and you've slept and you're you're ready for the weekend. Yeah, it's gotten worse too as I've gotten older, particularly yeah. um, the past few years. It's definitely I'm I don't have the stamina that I had to, um, to be able to just kind of continue with a lot of engagement. Um, and if you don't know what good timing is for your spouse, maybe just ask them. Say, hey, are there any times that are like off limits that I just can't come to you with things? Right. Um, even through the week sometimes, like on weeknights, <laughs> if you are out of it, um, normally what I do is wait until the next day and I catch you on your commute. And I call you after I drop the kids off yeah. on your commute. And you're always refreshed and ready to talk then. But like late at night after I put we put the kids to bed through the week. Some I mean, and then sometimes you're like, I'm not putting them to bed. I'm going to bed because I'm out. Yeah. Um. You know, I just know those aren't good times. We just have to be. We have to be strategic. Yeah. Be strategic. Um. Okay. So this is one that I feel like probably is number one too. It, it's up there right with communication. Well, there's a lot of number one. I right know, now. right? There's a lot of that's like top of the list. But this is extremely important. I have noticed that when we're in a Bible study together. Or separately, you know, like you do your guy's thing and I do my girl's thing. We are better spouses to each other. You agree with that? Yeah, I would say I think the the closer we get to God individually, the better um, marriage we have. Uh, we focus on God first, and then I think he helps really kind of smooth that path for us individually. Well, and I just feel like we don't react with emotions as much. We literally talk things out because we're we're more at peace. We're more less um, like just reactionary, mm-hmm. and we because we're more focused on God, like you said. Um, and so, hands down, I mean, I think this is like one of the most important, if not the most important thing that you can do for your marriage. Next to communication and timing, of course. Well, yeah. I mean, they're all up there, but they all kind of work together, they are, too. They're, they are. They, they really they are. do work together because when we're not, when I'm not seeking God and trying to get to know him better, I'm not communicating as well because I'm a hot mess. And your timing's off. And my timing's off. Yeah. Okay. And yours is, too. Let's just not I, make not, this about. I'm not throwing things. <laughs> I'm not joking about this guitar, though. It's beautiful. You should see it. Okay. 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 Another one. Okay. Let's, this kind of goes into the guitar thing. Okay. Give your spouse the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Well, so, so let's set this up. Okay, you're going to start. Go ahead. I think once you get to know someone and you're spending all this time with them, mm-hmm. you just assume how they're going to respond to things. That's fair. Right? Yeah. And I think sometimes we just think they're going to be this way or they're going to be that way, and then you don't even talk about it. You just, in your head, think that's how it's going to go you down. Can, yeah, you play it out. You just... Yeah, we play it out. So let's talk about this. What do you think? Well, I, so this is this is, this is dangerous because um, I think whenever you, um, you know, whenever you make an assumption that, well, let's go back to the guitar point, right? So I knew you were going back there. It's a really nice guitar. Okay, but you came to me a couple weeks ago about the I whole gre- guitar I, thing. I greased the skids because I knew what we needed to communicate about it. I don't even know it. what that means. Grease and the skids? What's that mean? I knew we needed to communicate about it. I knew I needed to get the right timing, and um, I prayed about it. So I hit those first three. 
Um, but I anticipated whenever I dropped a hint uh, a couple weeks ago that I was ready to buy another guitar that you would um, not respond well, not respond well. And I was wrong. You actually responded really well. And um, it threw me off my game, to be honest with you. Uh, my strategy was out the window, and I thought, who is this person I married and what they do with my wife? You know who you can think for that response? Who? Next Talk. Oh. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I'm Shameless a Next pl- Talk wife Shameless now. Plug. I'm a Next Talk wife. Like, this literally, this ministry changes me every day because, for real, you know, when I got that text from you and you were like, hey, I want to... You were, what do you call it? Greasing the skids? Yeah, whatever. I don't even know what that means. That means what? Feeling me out? No, trying to it figure just, out it, where no, I'm going to be? The, if you grease the skids, it's easier for the actual delivery to take place because the uh, So you're prepping greased. me. It's prepping me. You're prepping me to buy the guitar in Austin. Uh, well, yeah, that one actually wasn't in Austin. This one I just found last night. So, you know, when I got that text, I immediately went to budget because that's what I do, right? I immediately think of budget and all that all that jazz. Mm-hmm. But then I thought to myself, this man has no real hobby. He doesn't have time on the weekends to do hunting or fish. We're in this season of life where he can't get away on the weekends. Right. He needs something that's right here in the house that can be a stress reliever. So funda- but fundamentally what you really did here is you didn't react emotionally you you kind of you took you were patient you took a step back and uh, you treated me with respect and you said okay well it's not the end of the world this even though is it going to be a big deal is it a game changer is it going to solve all of our problems no but is is it worth making a like is it worth fighting about if you're just now tuning in, this is Next Talk Radio at 2 p.m. on AM 630, The Word. Next Talk Radio is sponsored in part by PAX Financial Group and listeners just like you. Everything we do at our nonprofit to keep kids safe online is accomplished through your donations. To support our organizations, go to nexttalk.org and click on Give. There's big news if you are an investment client of USAA. Just recently, USAA announced that a Cleveland, Ohio corporation has entered into an agreement to purchase USAA Asset Management. They have always been an exceptional organization and will continue to serve our community well. But if you are considering a change, this might be the right time to look at San Antonio's PAX Financial Group. 210-881-5700, paxfinancialgroup.com. Investment advisory services offered through PAX Financial Group. If you're just now tuning in with us today, this is Mandy. Kim is not with us today, but I have my husband in the studio. Hello. And we are celebrating 20 years of marriage this month. And we thought it'd be kind of fun to do a show of just like some topics that we have learned over 20 years. Things we've learned. Um, We're still learning, but um, these are some things that we've started to figure out. And we wanted to share them with you. We've already shared a couple um, I want to go into another one that's kind of like the one we just talked about before the break. Um, we talked about, you know, give your spouse the benefit of the doubt. I also want to talk about, like, don't jump to conclusions. Mm-hmm. That's really important. I mean, I kind of think about sometimes when I'm on your, you're on your phone. Yeah. And I literally in my mind go to, he's searching for guitars or cars or something. 
Well, but like, I, get I, off your phone. Well, I could be searching for flowers for you. Nine times out of ten, you're doing work. Yes. But I jump to the conclusion and get mad. And so I think we just need to be really careful about that. Yeah, we do. I, and I think that's just, a, it's just hard because everyone just – we automatically have these preconceived notions. It's responding with the feelings again. It just, is. You're that yeah. gut, whatever. Well, you, you got, you know, your whole day or your whole week or, you mean, you got all this baggage that you're already carrying and then you see something that just triggers. It sets you off mm-hmm. and it may not be legitimate, unfortunately. And I think this happens in a lot of marriages. It's, um, there's so much, there's just so much going on in each, each person's life and um, it, it just kind of, ignites let me move on because we're running out of time and we got so many points and i want to get through some more of these another one be vulnerable your spouse should be your safe place yeah i don't really like this one uh vulnerable to me it's really girly um it's kind of emotional and um i don't really i don't what what do you mean by vulnerable i mean being real you've gotten better about this i I would call this self-reflective okay so, See, we define things differently. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I mean, I, I would say self-reflective is, um, is more of a way of evaluating myself and um, making sure that the way I act and the way I treat people is reflective of the way I want people to perceive it. In, in my case, um, as a Christian, I want for people to experience Christ when they, um, I mean, I'm not turning water into wine, but I want people to feel like um, that I love them in a, not a weird way. And that you have integrity and that you care. Exactly. Kind of thing, right? Yep. That you're respectable, that kind of thing. Yep. Um, yeah, I think this is just one, um, you know, I think this is way easier for women than it is for men. Like, I'm just going to be stereotypical here. Um, but I can tell you, I feel like you have gotten way better over the years of really being... Um, able to communicate what's going on in that brain of yours, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that's important for men to do that. Yeah. Um, because again, the women, we, we just jump to the conclusions, you know, like for instance, when you don't pay a lot of attention to me, I jump to the conclusion. I go automatically. He doesn't find me attractive anymore. He doesn't love me anymore. Where you were like, Oh my gosh, I just got to figure out this work thing, you know? And if you would just communicate that to me, then it would solve a whole lot of worry on my part kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I so get it. I think it's just really important. Just, you know, your spouse should be your safe place. Um, okay, this is a big one. I feel like this, we did all wrong. Are any of them small? I know, right? But this one, we got so wrong at the beginning of our marriage. We got it wrong. <laughs> I don't think we got any of these we right. We got it wrong. I don't think any of them were right at the beginning. Okay, so we highly recommend that you do the budget together. Oh, you're talking about finances. Yes. So let me tell you, when we first got married, I'm more, I was more the detail person back then. The spreadsheets. And I would just do the finances. And I would say, this is how much we have at the end of the month, and this, and this, and this. Kind yeah, of I felt like you controlled me, like I was a puppet on a string. I didn't like that. And every time you wanted to spend money, you felt like you would have to call me. Because we were on a super tight budget, too. Yeah. I mean, when we first got married, it was like to go out to eat for $10 was a stretch for mm-hmm. us sometimes. Um, we had college loans. We had all the stuff that we had to deal with. Um, but now we, and I do a lot of the detail work of the budget still but once a month without fail 
we will sit down and go over it together. Well, we, and you've even started doing more of the detail work even now, yeah, too. Yeah, I mean, we bottom line is we co-own yes. our finances. And so um, we, it's a respect thing. It boils down to respect. Well, and now if you want to spend some money, like on the guitar, instead of calling me saying, hey, do we have the money for this? You will text me and you'll be like, hey, I want to take it out of this fund. Is right. that okay? That's what I'm planning to do. Right. This is how I'm planning to pay for this. And I'll be like, okay, great. That's because you know it now. Yeah. So I, in fin- we know that finance, financial matters are one of the leading causes of divorce in the United States. And so this, like, I think you're ready to make it start with a good point here. This is really a huge one. Yeah, I feel like it is. We, we, there were a lot of fights caused at the beginning of our marriage. And about, what, year three or something, we went through Dave Ramsey. And that really was like the turning point. Right. We created our own budget sheets. We created our own system. I mean, just recently, we sat down and redid formulas for how we were going to do certain things. Mm-hmm. And we did it all together. And we both felt so much better once we had the plan in place and we tweaked some things that weren't quite working. Right. Um, but it was a, a group effort. And we'd highly recommend Dave Ramsey. Go follow him, his Financial Peace University. It's great. Um, okay, next one. We're running out of time. I know. Be a team. Yep. Yep, we got to be. <laughs> what? Great way to expand. Yep, we got to be a team. I agree. So, um, you know, why get married if you're going to try to go through life on your own? I mean, yeah. why? Why? What's yeah. the point? I mean, it's... Life is not easy, and so I'm fortunate to have Mandy to be able to um, help me get through life. I help her, and she helps me, and we help our, our children and our, our parents. And so um, it is really about being a team. Well, and it's not just the juggling of the schedules and the picking up and the dropping off and all that jazz. I mean, that's great to be a team in that. But being a team of, um, you know, and it kind of goes back to being vulnerable and being the safe place of just, I'm struggling with this. I need help. Well, and we, we and when yeah. I'm down, you encouraging me and vice versa. You know, that that emotional part of that being a team. Yeah, so we're not we're not talking about being in the Cleveland Browns. We're talking about being in a successful like we're talking about the Patriots. We're uh, Cowboys. Ooh. Well, I mean, we're we're not t- it's not just really be a team, but it's realize you are a team and how are you going to be a successful team? Working together. Yeah, constant communication. Um okay, intentional be intentional about scheduling time together you are going to get busy the older your kids get the busier you get too i mean it is nuts it's crazy so you've got to make time i think matt and i we do a really great job of family time like with the kids um vacations are really important to me like carving out that time um but we need to improve more on our one-on-one time i mean we do an okay job I would say maybe once a month we get away and have dinner or whatever, but sometimes we're just so exhausted. It's like so much effort. But I don't really have anything to give. Yeah. Well, and a lot of times what what it'll look like is, hey, we're not going to go on a date this month, but Saturday morning when we wake up, we're staying in our bedroom for the next three hours. We're just going to lay here and talk. You know, like sometimes it's just that. Well, you talk. I usually sleep. No. No. Okay. (laughs) So I think the other thing, too, is, you know, we – kind of round this thing out um i think we're really focused on being patient and having fun yeah i mean that's the thing so um there's so many challenges in life and there's so much being thrown at us and our kids and so being patient with one another and finding ways to have fun just like we did when we were dating and you know when we were uh, engaged we married i mean we didn't have any money we didn't have anything we we had 
literally nothing, but we had a lot of fun. And so, um, you know, you kind of, kind of go back and memories of what that was like. And that was, it was kind of fun. Well, and I think we do a good job too of finding humor in things, you know, making fun of ourselves and each other a little bit, you know, lightening them. You've got a smirk on your face like I'm you want to say I'm something. Gonna, I'm not saying anything. Like you want to say something. But um, I think it's really important. And, you know, back to your point about being patient too, loving each other with grace. You're not going to be perfect. Um, each other, you're going to mess up a lot. Um, but having that grace for each other and just being patient. Like they're a work in progress, just like I'm a work in progress. Um, I do think it's really cool to see Matt struggle with something and then he come out. <laughs> Thanks. No, I mean like on the other side of squirm. that. You come squirm, out. Squirm, sucker, squirm. <laughs> you come out on the other side and there's so much growth in it. Yeah, I love to see that because it's an up close and personal front seat to it. Mm-hmm. And so seeing you come out of something and being like, wow, he conquered that and he you know, overcame a fear or laid that down. Like he's really not worrying about that anymore. That's really cool for me to see. And I think that goes back to the being close to God thing. It does. It does. And I think the beauty of our marriage with, you know, having, having this uh, communications as a priority, um, focusing on timing, making sure that, you know, we don't jump to conclusions, being vulnerable, working on our financial plan and being a team and really focusing on these points. We just sharpen each other. That's the thing. We sharpen each other, and um, we're able to hopefully pass this on to our kids. It's been a fun 20 years, honey. It has. And a fun show. Thanks for coming on. All right. Thanks for joining us on Next Talk Radio with Mandy and Kim on AM630, The Word. You are not alone trying to figure out how to parent in this digital world. We are here with practical solutions to help you. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Find our video series and podcast at nexttalk.org. Are you ready for the next talk?